It all started at a dinner party where I didn't know anyone, and my camera opened the door to my future calling. Remember I said everyone needs a why story? Well, I'll tell you three of mine next. Welcome to Personal Branding with Lynn, a podcast for creatives launching your side hustle or second career. If you are a new creative business owner and you're struggling to find out how you can promote yourself authentically, find your ideal customers, and create a sales process that keeps customers in the pipeline, then you need a personal brand. That means if you own a business, you have a much better chance of winning people's trust If you bond with them first as a human being, and you do that by creating a personal brand. And that's the mission of this podcast. We will learn how to use a personal brand to help you launch and propel your creative business. Let's get started. I am like a lot of people in that I pay attention to when I get confirmation on a big decision in several different ways. And this is what happened to me back in 2010 when I finally decided to start a business. So I was at a dinner party where I didn't know anyone. I think a friend of mine invited me and I was the only one there who didn't know anyone else other than my person who invited me. And I remember most people were in the dining room and in the kitchen and uh, I was in full introvert mode, so I was sitting in the living room by myself. I was cradling my camera in my lap on sitting on the couch, and someone came by, I don't remember who, and they gave me the whole Captain Obvious, so you're a photographer, huh? Yep. And then he asked me a question about using the camera, so I explained the concept to him, and I thought we were done. And then he came with another question, and then another, and another. And then a few more people came by to see what was going on, and then they started throwing in their questions. Before I knew it, I had a small crowd around me asking me question after question about photography and my camera, and seeming to be fascinated with my explanations. You know, I had never had to explain photography like that before, but I found it kind of exhilarating. I remember I went home thinking, that was fun. I could do that again. So the second confirmation came. I I started a photography meetup because I just wanted to find more people who shared my passion for photography. And while we were out on our photo walks together, I did a lot of helping, not really teaching, just helping. I remember a few years in, I went on a workshop where a guy did a photo tour and taught photography. And I remember thinking, That looks like it could be fun. I could do that. And so I got up the nerve and announced to my meetup group that I was thinking of doing more teaching and trying to do more a more formal teaching workshop class kind of a thing. And and I would offer a free class in exchange for some honest feedback on the experience. So so I created the class, 10 Steps to Better Pictures, 
it actually was the the foundation for the class I taught for seven years, but it was kind of rough of that on that first <laughs> workshop. So I went on to refine it, but but this one was rough. And interestingly enough, even though it was rough, many of the attendees gave me good feedback. They said it was helpful and they said, you know, it really was something they enjoyed. And for me, doing it was exhilarating again. I remember going home this time thinking, man, I was born to do this. I loved that teaching and coaching and helping people with their photography. So that was the second confirmation. Well, I started thinking more seriously about the business idea after that. And uh, it was serious, but it wasn't. I was thinking I could do it, but I hadn't really thought how I would make the 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 switch and from where I was working in corporate and and not, if I, if I even wanted to and I started writing out a business plan and and uh going to see um people who who could give give me advice on how to do it. And I remember my 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 company had a a business trip that I had to go on. And we had, we did these quite frequently, these business trips where we would all get together in the same place. And, you know, like we're doing some sort of planning or something like that. And and usually when we did, did these kinds of trips, we always had to go have dinner together somewhere. And it, it made for really long days. And I remember on, on this particular one, I just, I, I, I thought, you know, this trip will be a good time for me to, to really think about what I want to do and if this is something that's going to be feasible for me. And, and so I remember the dinner time came and I just didn't want to go. I just wanted to relax in my room, but that kind of thing was frowned upon. So I picked myself up and I head out, head out to, the restaurant where we were having the dinner. And so I got there late and now there's only one seat left. And it was next to a guy that I did not want to sit with. You know, in a in an earlier one of these dinners, he said something. I don't remember what it was, but I know it when I heard it, I thought, this is not the kind of person I want to hang around. And so I made a snap judgment about him. And so now I see that's the only seat left. And I'm like, oh, goodness gracious. So I go, I slide into the chair and I turn my back to to them. And I decide I'll just have to ignore them for the rest of the evening. I'm not going to talk to anyone. I'm just going to sit, eat my food, and then go back to my room. Well, as I'm sitting there trying to ignore, I I overhear them talking about dying. He was talking with another one of my colleagues from my office, and they were both talking about dying and what you do when you figure out, when you hear that you're dying, how that changes your life. So I couldn't ignore that anymore. I turned around and said, well, I'm so sorry for interrupting and for eavesdropping, but are you all saying that you're dying? And he said to me, yeah, I am. The entire inside of my body is just filled with tumors right now, and I don't have much longer to live. I was like, wow. And then my other colleague who I worked with, she also shared that she was also dying. 
And I thought, my goodness. And now they're both talking about what you do when you realize that your time is limited and you're dying and about taking advantage of all the opportunities of life and doing all those things that you you always wanted to do but just kept putting off. And they're talking about this. And now I am just, I'm riveted. I'm listening to this and going, wow, this is this is amazing. So they're talking about second chances and dying and what would you do and all that stuff. And I'm just soaking it up. And then the guy turns to me and says, are you a teacher? Have you ever been, have you ever considered being a teacher? And I said, not really. My, my, my parents are teachers, but I'm not a teacher. You know, I, I was thinking about teaching something, but I, you know, it's not anything I've ever done. And then he says to me, you know, I just have this feeling, I don't know where it's coming from, that you would be a great teacher. And whatever you do, if you think that's the, that's for you, and if you think that you could be a teacher too, don't put it off. Don't be like me and put off the things that you really want to do. Because you never know when you might not have another chance to do it he says to me. And at that point, my mouth probably hit the floor. I was like, wow, where is that coming from? Now, he has never, he had never seen me in anything that remotely resembled a teaching situation. He didn't know me from Adam. You know, we just had the one encounter before that I just, you know, decided that he wasn't my cup of tea. And, you know, here we, here he is now, speaking this prophecy, if you will, into me. And so I was like, where's that coming from? And he goes, I don't know. I'm just, I'm just feeling this. And I'm usually right about these kinds of things. So if that's something you want to do, don't ever put it off. Make sure you go do it because you never know when you might be out of time. Don't be like me. And so for the rest of the evening, that's, I, I couldn't, I couldn't think about anything. I couldn't, I was just like, wow, that's like, talk about another confirmation. That one hit me really hard. And after the dinner was over, I got into my, my rental car and I just drove around that city for, for, for a couple hours, just driving, didn't know where I was going, just driving and driving and driving and just hearing the words bat and knocking around in my head. And, uh, and then I, I made a decision that night that, that okay, this is something I had to do. And everything fell into place right after that happened. It was just amazing. And, and these are just other stories that I'll, I'll tell at another time. But everything fell into place. And, and, and so I had these, these confirmations that teaching was something I should do that working with the creatives and working with photography and 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 teaching with creatives was something I should do and what i what i realized and the, the, what i what i took away from that is i did have something there and it's because for the for, you know earlier 20 plus years of my career i was a professional communicator 
and I work in a lot of science, science and technical kinds of organizations and engineering. And so I've, I've spent the better part of my career taking really complex and, and, uh, difficult to understand concepts and trying to then translate them into basic layman English so that we could communicate to the, the general public. I have been doing this for 20 years. I did it for so many different technical fields. I started my career explaining fuel and, and, and how fuel is made. (laughs) Um, and, and then I went into contracting and then I talked about, Oh, the, what what was it again? Oh my goodness. Uh, The air traffic control technology and the, the, the sensors that make Homeland security solutions work. I mean, you name it. I have had to explain it (laughs) on some level and break down what was really complex into, into easy to understand language. And it dawned on me that everything I had done had prepared me to really have a a good run at my business where I am going to be a teacher and a coach and work with creative people. So I knew how to communicate and, you know, most of my career, I was also a content creator. I, my first job, I was an editor of two publications. And, and then after that, I was, I edited another one and, and I think between editing and photo and photography and photojournalism, I did that in some way for the, you know, most of my career. And so I had, I had the skill of knowing how to explain things. And then I had this content creator skill also that I could use to promote and market my business. And so I learned all of these things and, and then I got to put them to use in service of my business. And then I realized that I really liked work and I really enjoyed working with the creative community, photographers and, and then other creatives, because these were things that I knew. And I, I, this was a world that I understood and, and, and where I had a connection with people. And, and, and at some point I realized that I liked talking about the marketing stuff that I've been doing, the marketing and branding stuff with these creators, because I saw them, so many of them who were so talented, not getting their due. And it just, it broke my heart, but that I will tell you about with my what story. Because the what story, when I tell you, is going to answer two questions. And there are two questions that Mike Kim, who is a personal branding um, coach as well, he said, there are two questions you answer. What pisses you off and what breaks your heart? What pisses you off and what breaks your heart? And, And that intersection, that's where I found my what story, which I'll tell you at another time. So there you go. Three stories and three confirmations that they were revealing stories that actually helped me find my why. I love to work with creatives. I love to teach. I love to coach. And I have this 
skill that I, all these skills that I have learned throughout my career as a communicator that serve me well. And so I love using the, 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 the talents and the skills I have, and I love being able to help and teach people and help them to become better versions of themselves as creatives. So there you have it. That's my why. And there it is in my why story, just like we talked about in episode 31. You know, this is the best time to launch a business. Seriously, with today's technology, you can do just about every essential function from a cloud-based service or a phone app. Now, with that technology and that kind of access, you can also waste a lot of time and money using products that don't work as advertised or picking the wrong one when there's a more efficient option for you. Here's how I can help you. I have tested just about every app in every major category, and I created a guide to help you pick the major players in each service and know then which one is best for you and which one can provide you the best value. Now, in addition to going through and saying listing each of them and which ones might provide the best value. I also, because I've used most of them, can tell you which one I think was the best and which one I'm currently using. So I think this can be helpful for you. So if you are now searching for technology to help you launch or run your business, don't waste any more time and money trying to build your business with the wrong tools for the job. Go get my Tech Whisperer for Creatives guide, and you can find it at Tech for Creatives. Tech, T-E-C-H, for, F-O-R, creatives.com, and download the free guide. It's about 12 pages of really good information to help you pick the right technology for your business. All right? Techforcreatives.com. Go get it now. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Personal Branding with Lynn podcast. I'm Linford Morton. Of course, you can call me Lynn. And uh, this was a different kind of approach. This is just sharing. And it's a way of also showing and explaining and demonstrating the, the concepts we talked about in the last episode. So I still have planning coming back to you and with the third part of our three-part series where I'll talk about point of view and we'll do that next week, all right? So, hey, thank you so much for hanging around and for indulging me in my why story. I'd love to know what your why story is. If you think about it, you know, share it with me. Um, shoot it to me in an email, you know, drop it to me on social personal branding with Lynn and or lynn at lynnmorton.com is my email 
or just, uh, you know, record it. I'd love that because I'll, I'll play it on the podcast. All right. So there you go. Share your why story. And remember, remember the format we talked about last week as well. You know, a beginning and middle, a beginning and end and an inciting. And then how you felt, what you learned and what was the outcome. So think about those things as well and share it with me. All right. That's it. You have a good rest of the week and have a great weekend. And I'll talk with you later. Bye.